Everybody was going on. We made it. Week 17, we made it as a whole unit. Let's go. Easy Ollie here. It's your boy D-Dub. It's the last chance for some teams, man. It's, it's you know, a lot of opportunity has been given out this year. And, and for some teams, this is the last chance, you know, to get to the big dance. And, and you know, uh, we'll first go, of course, with a week 16 recap from our top five games. Yeah, we got a lot last to cover. Weekend. And it, it was pretty good. Um, it was I had picked the Bills to win the first game that we're going to talk about, the Bills and the Patriots. Uh, I, I picked the Bills. I thought the Bills were going to win. Um, it didn't happen. It did not happen. They lost to the Patriots 20-17. to 17. Uh-huh. Um, it, It's just unfortunate. I think that they had plenty chances. Uh, you know, they, they had, you know, a bunch of chances to win the game, but... At the end, they, they played Tom Brady, and, and you know, he, he got the, the Patriots down the field. Mm-hmm. I think it was a, a – I don't want to say that, you know, the Bills were out coached or anything like that mm-hmm. uh, because I, I still think that they're a good team. I still think that they can play spoiler for a lot of teams come play, come time for the playoffs. Um, they just happened to run into the Patriots, and, of course, for the 11th year in a row, the Patriots are the AFC East champions. Uh, you know, it, it – they had the they had the opportunity, man, to, to spoil it for the Patriots. They, it just didn't work. Uh, but mm-hmm. I did like what I saw from Josh Allen and and, and, and John Brown and, and Cole Beasley, who had a big game as well. You know, I liked what I saw from those guys. It, it gives me hope that they can still potentially be a, a good team when you know the playoffs roll around next week. So to me, I I, I like what I saw on, on on the defensive side of the ball as well. Uh, I think their corners are, are amazing. Uh, they bring a lot of pressure up front. Um, and, you know, I think they have a chance come playoff times. Unfortunately, they, they you know, they didn't have a chance to beat the Patriots uh, week 16. But, you know, you never know. They, they might have a, a chance to see them again in the playoffs. And it's hard to beat a team three times. Uh, I don't care who you are. It's hard to do it. Uh, right, on the other right. side of the football, the, the New England Patriots, man, uh, this was a must-win game for them. Uh, I mean, a lot of people weren't saying that, but it really was a must-win game. They had, what, lost three out of four games. Uh, they weren't running the football particularly well. Uh, Tom Brady was getting sacked left and right. They gave up no sacks. His offensive line gave up no sacks this game. And, uh, you know, I think they put a good product out on the field. Uh, to me, I'm just, you know, I know you don't doubt the Patriots. You don't go against Tom and, and Bill Belichick. But I'm not sold on them. I don't think that they're a contender right now. Okay, yeah, yeah, and and here, here's where I, where you know I agree with you, and um, some of the things that I don't agree because the even though the Bills lost this game, it was a win for them because not only did they get the Patriots to do everything in their arsenal to try and win this game, especially with the unhealthy wide receiver core and really relying on everything else. They, the Patriots really had to bring out everything for them to win this game. It was not an easy win. Buffalo did not go up there and just hand them a dub. Buffalo made them work, and especially Buffalo came out first firing first. They came out, they scored first, they put up numbers on the board, and then the Patriots' defense came around, was able to get, get a couple stops, and Tom Brady was able to take the lead. But it went down to the end. Josh Allen still had a chance to win this game on the last drive. 
And if it wasn't for the the amazing secondary that the Patriots have, the Bills gonna win this game because as I'm watching this game, you could see Josh Allen is doing the one thing that we didn't think he was an elite uh, a quarterback at doing, and that was staying in the pocket and getting the ball out and passing down the field. He was able to pass down the field. He was able to make make his reads and, and go through the go through the progresses. This was a great game for him, seeing that he could do those things that he did not have to rely on his legs as much. Because at the end of the day, the quarterback position has to be able to throw the ball, and he did it very well. It's not something that you know he's been doubted on all season, but going up against the Patriots secondary, going up against a tough secondary, this is something that we haven't seen him uh, uh, really uh, do that much is passing against a tough secondary like the Patriots. And the fact that he was able to move the ball and do a lot of that, it was incredible because not, now you get to see, okay, he's well-rounded. He's not just a guy that, you know, can throw, you know, a couple balls against a, you know, a mediocre def uh, defense or secondary, and they just take off with his legs. He really, he really was able to break down some of the seconds of the secondary and make things happen. Especially, like you said, John Brown um, was able to uh, 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 make a big impact on the with the receiving core. Um, now, yeah, and to me, mm -hmm. I, I think the Patriots, man, they they really struggled with the evasive quarterbacks. They did. They look did. at their three losses. They they lost to the Ravens, they lost to the Texans, and they lost to the uh, to the to the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. And they almost they were close. They were close. They almost lost this game. And you know, if it wasn't for that, you know, touchdown at the end by Burkhead, you know, it could have been over. But if you if you're really looking at it, man, they struggle with evasive quarterbacks. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. because their their pass rush, a lot of teams think you know, you have to have great pass rushers to to you know to be effective. If your secondary is covering for long periods of time, your offensive line can only hold for so long. So those guys are going to get in the backfield. So if you're going against a, a a quarterback who can escape the rush and and you know get those quick slants out or quick drags out to, to a receiver or, you know, having a running back come out of the backfield, then you're going to be effective. The cornerbacks are, you know, they're not going to be as effective uh, covering those guys when you make, you know, running an offense that way. And the Patriots, I don't think there's a lot of teams designed that way coming in the playoffs. There's a lot of teams. And whether they get the second seed or not, mm -hmm. they – there's a huge chance they're going to run into either Mahomes again, oh, Watson yeah. again, or Jackson again. So, well, uh, you know, here, 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 potentially here's even the Allen. Thing. Here's, here's the big thing. Now, the reason why I said this was a good game for Buffalo is because not only did they get the Patriots to really squeeze out the rest of the juice from their fruits, but going into this game, Week 17, depending on how everything rolls out most likely the Patriots are going to have to see Buffalo in round one because they're not getting that top seed they do not have a, a first round bye. they are gonna see either Buffalo or Kansas City in round one and it's most likely gonna be Buffalo uh, um not Kansas City uh Buffalo or the Texans um and it's most likely gonna be Buffalo and if they have to see Buffalo again with the same uh, 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 scope and and same amount of injuries going across the board uh, the pay let's not even I'm not even gonna beat around the bush the Patriots receiving core is so 
so torn right now. Their best receiver is their running back. Julian Edelman has been hurt. Their number one guy, he, he's been in the picture, but he's not their number one receiver right now. It's the running backs. And for them to go into the playoffs with a, with a depleted receiving core, it's going to be hard. It's going to be very, very hard. And if they're going to see the Bills again, who just gave them a hard time in this game, I think the Bills have a, a better chance coming around first round of the playoffs and knocking them out early, real early. And I, and I can't wait to see. Bills, Bills are going to be spoilers, man. I, I, Bill, I've Bills can definitely be spoilers. And we, we've been looking at it all season, and, and we've been trying to you know pit, see when they're going to they're gonna upset a, a, a team. And I think if the Patriots see them in the first round, it's, it's, I think the Bills are going to take it because they have the necessary pieces. They just really – it was key plays, key plays that kept them from winning this. And like I said, they, they had it – they had literally had it on the last drive, and the secondaries was save them. Everything else, the Bills did good. They, they were able to find, find their receivers across the middle. The, the tight ends were doing good. Singletary was doing, doing well. They did great. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it it's gonna be interesting to see, man. I can't wait to the playoff start. This is gonna be to me. I I I said this before. I think this is gonna be uh one of the more exciting postseasons mm-hmm. in a long time for the NFL because there's so many good teams and teams that can play spoiler. Mm-hmm. Every team except for either the Cowboys or the Eagles, I, I think is you know has a chance uh to do something special. Yeah, uh, week seventeen is give is giving up. us some heat, uh, some fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, and going into our next game, talking about heat and fire, this is a game that was important. This is another important game, and there were so many important games these last couple of weeks. The Rams had a chance. Ooh. The Rams had a chance. This That's was all a I'm great game. This was they a went great into Sa- game. Santa Clara and folded. Um, I mean, I know it wasn't a blowout or anything like that. They lost by three points, but. This was a game I that you just had folded. to win. I think, I, I think, I think they, they gave, showed up and they, they gave it all they got. They just didn't have enough juice to to to, 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 to catch the W. Well, to me, to, to me, their downfall is they gave too many points early to to, to San Francisco. But they uh, went. They know, were up it, early. You know, they were it, up early too. Looking at at halftime, it was a twenty four, you know, twenty one game. It looks kind of close, but that's because. The Niners were, you know, they were running a mock on these guys. It was, re- it, was it was, it was really the second quarter like when, when, the, when the Niners, because in, in the first quarter the Niners looked like they were in trouble because the Rams came yeah. out and they were firing. They, they, he was able to connect with Brandon Cooks early and, and really set the tone like, hey, we coming and out they here just, gunning. And you know they they just you know gave them so many opportunities to score. You you mm-hmm. know you look at uh, the interception, which is kind of unfortunate. That's what kind of made it a. Uh, a 24-21 game, which, you know, you give these guys 17 unanswered points, you know, it's it's unfortunate. You have to, to do better. Um, but, I mean, the Rams are the Rams. I, I, I thought they had an opportunity. I thought their chance was lost when they lost to Dallas. I think that that's when their season was over, um, to be quite honest with you. I think that that was kind of like the writing on the wall for them. It was really. Uh, I think this they need to figure really it out this it. off season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it, it, I think they need to figure it out. Like, uh, like uh, Jared Goff looked great; he was finding everyone. But it's little. It's a little. It's it's too little, too late. Um, because the first quarter, just like the, you know, the the progression of the game against the 49ers, the first the first quarter they were looking great. Same same thing at the beginning of the season. They were look. They were looking okay. The first couple of games of the season. Second quarter, 
everything started getting busted wide open by the 49ers. They were scoring scoring relentlessly. And the gas on, on, on the Rams side really took, you know, went went backwards. And then you you know you, you were able to shut the 49ers out in the in the third quarter, which is them, you know, coming back in the in the middle of the season, third quarter of the season, trying to, you know, win some crucial games. And in the fourth quarter, you just couldn't get it done. It is too little, too late. Yeah, you're I, re- you're I, already I, and let I agree everything with fly. that too. I think the third quarter, um, you know, once they scored in the third quarter, it was 28-24 at that, t- at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought that it was a chance for them. I thought that they were going to play solid defense mm-hmm. um, and, and win the game. But this is, this, is, this is the problem. This is the problem right here. This is why they lost the game. Um, you're up in the third quarter. You're up 28-24. 20, Automatically, what you should what should you do? You should run the football, run the football. They, they, they didn't do that. Waste time. They didn't do that. Play, you know, trust your defense. If you look at the end end results, Jared Goff threw the football forty six times. Mm-hmm. The team as a whole ran twenty four times. So they more than doubled their their passing attempts, you know, to to their rushing attempts. And and if you're up against a very good team like that. Run the fucking football. That's all you have to do. And to me, it's just bad play calling. Um, I was very disappointed in Sean McVay uh, with that. Oh yeah, man. The, the I, play I think that. Was abysmal. I think. I think. That, I, I think that he's a better coach than that. No, for sure. And you're absolutely right. And remember, we've been talking about this all season. The whole issue with Todd Gurley and why he's not getting the touches that that he's been getting. I think we're gonna get those answers this off season. Because no is, one's getting those touches though. It's not just no, no. You're, you're, just you're, abso- you're absolutely right. It's not. No one's getting. No one is getting touches. No They're not getting, running the football. They are not. Uh, to me, heavily relying on the pass game because I mean you yeah, have to an elite me. It's, it's, it's court, like you they need to set that up though. They just want to give the ball to Golf and make him make plays. In my opinion, mm-hmm. I feel like you know they understand that this is a quarterback driven league now. Um, it's just like the NBA with point guards. You. If if you don't have a great point guard in the NBA right now, you're not going to win anything. And 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 if you don't have a great quarterback, you're not going to win anything in the NFL. And they do have a pretty darn good quarterback. Um, people forget that Jared Goff was the number one pick. He's damn good. He was only in the Super Bowl in his second year. Like he's he's been that good, man. And and to me is you have to help him out. Twenty four team carries is not going to help him out. No, you're, if you have a quarterback right. like that. You have a running back of that stature, an elite running back. Gurley needs to be carrying the football twenty-five to thirty times a game. And you know, and you know what's what's the most important part? You said it. Um, Jared Goff is a quarterback, and one of the most important things a quarterback has to do is to be able to hand off the football to a running back. One of the key things you learn in in pee wee football how to give a handoff. But guess what? It's not that he doesn't know how. It's the play calling. It's the coaches not giving the opportunities to the running back. So guess what? Jared Goff could throw the, sling the ball for as, as much as he wants. He could throw 500 yards and, you know, throw for five TDs. But if the running game ain't there, guess what? You have a pivotal weakness that's going to get exposed, and it has been exposed. I was looking at the stats from this game. Todd Gurley had 15 carries for 48 yards and has two TDs. Now, you tell me what's wrong with that. That is a goal line running back. That's not that's not a that's not your starting running back. That's a goal line running back. He, he the only he's only scoring because he, you putting him in on goal line. Yet yes, it's effective. Yes, you need a guy that could punch it in, which is great. But guess what? On the back end, when when you're on the other side of the fifty, guess what? Your running game ain't getting you there. 
your running game is not getting you there. And that's the issue, and they're gonna have to figure out figure that out this offseason. Yeah, they they definitely do. And um, moving on to the next game, uh, another disappointing disappointing game. I I what I think I said this was gonna be a blowout, thirty one seventeen. I think it was the score I picked. Uh, the Dallas Jerry Jones Cowboys. Oh my God! Yeah, I I I picked the Cowboys to win this forty to twenty, and I was like, this what the a fuck? fucking like, pointing. Like I mean, I I, yeah. I cannot I cannot stress it enough. Uh, you know the line. You know what they said in the locker room after they lost. Oh, I lost, and 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 to me, it's all their fault. Yeah, and that's all their fault. Dax, Dax, Ezekiel Elliott had thirteen carries. Yeah, Dax summed it up at the at the at, you know the end of the game at the press Ezekiel conference. Ezekiel Elliott. He said that the, the best. The best running back, and I'm going to go ahead and just say mm-hmm. the best running back in the NFL had 13 carries. That, that's some Todd Gurley shit. That's some Todd Gurley shit. Dak I, Prescott threw the football 44 times. That's some t- with, with, with the separated shoulder. With the separated shoulder. I don't get this. And it's not. It's, it's beyond that. It's, it's beyond that. It's beyond that. You're going against a, 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 a Philadelphia team who just barely beat the, the, the Redskins, and they just barely beat the Giants. In consecutive weeks, they barely beat those teams. Now you give them an opportunity to to effectively end their season. This this is this is it right here. You win and, and it's over for the Eagles, and you throw up nine points. It's you a, don't even throw up a touchdown. You don't, you don't, not even a touchdown. You you get against that woeful Philadelphia defense. You don't throw up a touchdown. Oh um, you, you Dak Prescott averaged six yards per pass. Three field goals. Now I expect three field goals and three TDs. I was not expecting just three field goals because at the end of the day, like we were saying, you can't have an effective back like you got and not feed him the ball. Look what happened in the previous in the in the previous week. Uh, um, uh, uh, sorry, two weeks ago when when Zeke went off for almost two hundred yards. What happened? You kept. Feeding him the ball, you don't pay the man a hundred million to, to to not get fed the ball. I don't know what game plan that you guys were 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 working against, especially against the forefront of the Eagles, which is not that great, and they were ju- they they can barely contain the run as is. What y- y'all got the best running back in football? What is y'all doing? What is y'all doing? And side note, the fact that you relied on your quarterback who is injured. I understand that you know he's supposed to be the guy you 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 stand behind, but you you put him in a position where not only are you forcing him to re-injure himself, possibly separate his shoulder, you you threw the ball ridiculously, and not even because you had to, because you wanted to. This was not even a a, a, a game where the Eagles were putting putting up forty points or thirty points or nothing. They put up seventeen points. You could have got that on the ground and then some. With some field, like all you had was field goals, but you, 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 your, your running game was abysmal. You decided to throw the ball like all over the field, which I can understand if you was really down by a lot, you would start slinging the ball. But you, you didn't even attempt to use your best asset. And like everybody says, I think it's about time. If Jerry Jones is gonna be, can't be the general manager and the owner of this team, it can't, it can't happen. Jerry Jones is a very smart guy. He's a very very smart individual, but when you start to see these kind of decisions, 
it doesn't just come with the play calling from the coaches. You're, you're talking about the GM who has more influence on any other football team in the National Football League. This is the guy that needs to take a step back and make let the, those kind of decisions come from the offensive coordinators and and, and really step things up. And also, well, Kel- well I mean, let's not forget Kellen I, Moore. I, I, Kellen I think Moore he goes had- more than just Jerry Jones as well. I think they just need a, a, an entire overhaul of the coaching staff. Oh, no, no, no. You, I was praise, just about to get to that. Because Kellen, Kellen Moore, well, he, I don't know what he was thinking about this look, offensive look, guru listen, that he's supposed a lot to be. Of people, no. A lot of people praised him in the beginning of the season. When they was doing all these wonderful things against, you know, these teams. mediocre teams, that's what it was. It's not it. Nope. It's not it. What he's got his packet that he has for their offense. It's not it. It's it's too inconsistent. Um, I I feel like the game plan. He doesn't have a, a solid idea on what he wants his main game plan to be. One week they're a rushing team. One week they're a passing team. They don't have a true identity on offense. And I've been saying this for weeks. They have all the tools. They have one of the best offensive, the best offensive line in football, the best running back in football, but they just don't know who they are still. Um, And to me, it, it goes beyond Jerry Jones. It goes to Jason Garrett. It goes to Kellen Moore. It goes to all those guys on the coaching staff that are not getting it right. At the end of the day, I do understand the players need to go out and play. But if you're giving the best running back in football 13 carries, it's not going to work. I don't care what kind of system you have. Ezekiel Elliott needs to be touching the football 30 times a game. It's just like it's just like if you were to, you know, Alvin Kamara. You look at Alvin Kamara with the Saints, um, you know, who hadn't scored in, in weeks. He hadn't scored in six weeks, six, seven weeks. He's still touching the football uh, at least 20 to 25 times a, a, a game. Uh, you know, to be effective for the team. it it It's all about the play calling and the coaching, man. I understand the players do have to go out and perform, but you have to call the right plays for them. You have to put them in a position to win as the coach. It's the same thing as the last game we just talked about with McVay. Yep, it, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's the same. The same Jared exactly. Goff should not be throwing the football 46 times, and, and as a team, we ran it 24. It, it The Dallas Cowboys ran the football 16 times as a unit. 16 times, 1-6. So, like, to me, that's ineffective. That's not going to work. I don't care who you are, 16 times running. Even if you're not a good football team, a good running football team, 16 times is is not efficient. You're not going to win a game if you only run the football 16 times. Uh, But to me, I I think it's greater than Jerry Jones. I think they need to get a coach down in there, somebody who can utilize those players and and use them well because that's that's what they need. So quick, uh, I think quick, it's going to be the same thing. We've quick, seen it the last ten years. Quick it's side, been the note. same thing. Quick side, you note. know. So uh, it, 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 I would like to see them get somebody else in there that, that's going to change something up and get the right and get the right personnel in there for their for their players, man. Because yeah, uh, I feel you. On if that, that doesn't if that doesn't happen, then it's going to be the same story in Dallas. So on that, talking about a coaching change in Dallas. Do you think this is this is a place where uh, someone like a Ron Rivera could end up in? I mean, it's possible. Um, you know, it's. I don't think he's a guy that's going to come in there and say, "Hey, I want this type of authority and this type of authority." He's a he's a blue collar, hard nosed working guy. You know, so he's just going to come in there and, and and do what he has to do. Uh, you look at what he had in in Carolina. Well, great defensive players. They run the four three like he he did in Carolina. 
They have great defensive linemen. They mm-hmm. have great linebackers right now. They have a very solid secondary um, in Dallas. So de- the defensive pieces are there. And then, of course, when you talk on, about offense, it kind of mimics what he had in Carolina as well with, with a Cam Newton and Jonathan Stewart. Uh, you know, this is just a, you know, I don't, I don't think Dak is on Cam Newton's level. And, of course, Ezekiel surpasses Jonathan Stewart. But he, the, there are similarities there as to, to, you know, as to ways that he can run this team uh, to mm-hmm. make them effective and make them a contender. Uh, but, you know, one, there, there you are know. a lot of options. And, and like, you, you know, you had said this earlier in the season, this could be another situation where, you know, Kellen Moore is a young guy and they've seen flashes of what he can be. This is a situation where they, they might want to go and get a young guy, a young college guy, or even try to promote him uh, or, yeah. or do something different uh, to, you know, get some new life in there, you know. So it, it, it's going to be interesting. I definitely think Jason Garrett is gone at the end of the season. Uh, I think it would take a Super Bowl and a, and a blowout of a Super Bowl for him to come back. I mean, I don't think that's in their cards. I don't think that's in their future right now. So I, I, I think he's gone. Um, I think that the rebuild as far as the coaching staff is going to start soon for Dallas. Um, it's going to be interesting to see who takes that job. And, and, and it's going to be interesting to see who wants that job. It, you know, that's a big job. To coach Dallas Cowboys, you know. Well, yeah. You know what we say, but here's uh, a, here's know, it's a America's th- team, so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big thing. Here's the thing, even even though it's a big job, there's one thing that Ron Rivera has over Jason Garrett that Jason Garrett doesn't have: an NFC Championship appearance or a, 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 a Super Bowl. So, I mean, as far as going in and coaching the Dallas Cowboys, I don't think that's the real issue. I think it's the experience. But Jason Garrett's been the coach for over ten years, and he has nothing to show for it except. A couple close games, fourth quarter wins, uh, uh, fourth quarter comebacks. That's great. But at the end of the day, your coaching has not got your team to the to, to where they need to be. Playoff playoffs or NFC championships or Super Bowl. So at the end of the day, I you, like you said, it, it, it's more than just Jerry Jones, but the coaching is, is where it needs to start. And with that, we're gonna end this first segment at first down, and we'll be right back. too quick uh but let's get right back into it packers and vikings go pack go you're welcome that's all i got to say you're welcome it was a christmas gift you you can refute now you can refute well go pack go my dogs are back well let's let's not put it to my dogs is back i mean at the end of the day the Vikings are still going to the playoffs. I mean, the only thing this this really affected was position. But with that being said, um, I gave you a gift. I already told you my, my little snafu with the Packers. Any Whenever it comes to choosing this game, whatever team I pick, the opposite team is going to win. And I gave this to you. This is a Merry Christmas gift to you. This, I, I, I wanted the Packers to win. I was like, you know what, let me pick the Vikings this week because I know my man's going to want to go, go Pack, go. Let, let, let him get that done, especially the week before when they took that L. I'm like, no, 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 no. Well, let me let me, give, let me give him a little something. That that was mighty generous of you. Mm-hmm. However, however, <laughs> however, their defense looked phenomenal. No, that that their running game, their running game, the other Aaron, 
Aaron Jones has been balling. He's looking good right now on the field. I think he's definitely their number one back, no question Oh, about no, it. for sure. Their uh, number one Devontae back. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams looked phenomenal. I mean, if you're looking at the numbers, uh, 13 receptions, 116 yards. I know he didn't score. Aaron Rodgers didn't throw a touchdown or anything like that. But overall, they had just a great game because they they did the, you know, things that you need to do to win. And let, they played great defense. They played well on special teams. Mm-hmm. And they ran the football. Let, 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 let's, let's get to the most... The most important part of this whole game, the Green Bay Packers defensive front. Go, go ahead, Ali. I, I don't even. I don't even want to say. I'm. I'm embarrassed because I. I already. I already know. Like, I didn't choose them to win. But go ahead. Go ahead. Go off on your guys. Because, well, I mean, it, because it's, Smith it's just, had a hell you know, of a game. Uh, he, Zadarius Smith, had one of the best games of the season. One of the best games of the season. Oh yeah, and he's been. He. I know he's been. You know. Sort of, kind of inconsistent, but he's been hurt all year, mm-hmm. and he's been playing through injury. And I know that's that's not really an excuse, but if you look at his just his his numbers by himself, he had seven tackles, mm-hmm. and out of those seven tackles, five and a half of them were for losses. Yep, and he had three. He and had three sacks. and a half sacks on the game. Mm-hmm. He had a great. I, I mean, he hit the QB five times. You know, he was in the backfield a lot. He was in the backfield damn near more than any running back that uh, you know uh, Minnesota had. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, it's just all about the pressure, man. That's why they bought him and Preston Smith over from the Redskins. Uh, Preston Smith, he, you know, didn't have a stellar game like, uh, you know, like Zadarius did. But he still was in the backfield. He had a half a sack. Uh, you know, he had three total tackles. You know, he was putting pressure on on, on Kirk Cousins. And I, I just think that the defense just did their job. Um, you know, sometimes it's hard. Uh, when you're going up against a good quarterback like that mm-hmm. to, you know, force them to turn the ball over, especially Kirk, Kirk Cousins has been having himself a hell of a year this year. He's been he's been balling. And I've said this over and over again. He definitely deserves consideration to to uh, to be offensive player of the year. I know he got snubbed from the Pro Bowl, but in reality of it, Kirk Cousins has been one of the better quarterbacks and better, more consistent quarterbacks this year. And, and to me, they did a phenomenal job going against him. Uh, you look at his numbers, he was 16 of 31. That's 50%. Yeah. You know, yeah. for only 122 yards. Nah, that... So, you know, not only did they put pressure on him, the secondary was phenomenal. Those guys really stepped up. And I'm telling you, man, the, the additions that they did this offseason, Green Bay in that secondary, drafting Darnell Savage, getting the Amos from the um, – uh, from the Bears, they got Kevin King stepping up. I mean, those guys have been playing well. And to me, I know they had a, a, a couple of bad games earlier in the season, but they're twelve and three. They're twelve and three. Mm-hmm. They're one win away from being thirteen and three. And and if you look back at history, teams that are thirteen and three generally have a big, uh, you know, generally have made it all the way to the Super Bowl. It's it's a fact. And and I know it's 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 a little. Bit of a reach right now. It's it's a little but too early for calling back. Well, well, hold, listen, 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 listen. With listen, listen. With week seventeen, with week seventeen coming, yeah, they still have a chance to get the number one seed. Yeah, and we we don't. That's that's how well they play. We don't get to that all in year. the second half. In the second half, but you're absolutely right. But about no, that. no, it's a legit these, fact. These 16, it's a legit fact. 15, they still have a chance and to do that. Seventeen have been, have been. This has been the most exciting week 15, 16, and 17 that we've had in a long time where the games are 
it's never been this close in in most recent years. It's either okay, we the Patriots are going, and then you know either either the, the Chiefs or the Steelers are are, are going to make a run for it and blah blah. But this year has been the most exciting football to watch in a long time, and I ain't gonna lie to you. We've been watching a lot of football for a long time. This has been exci- this is the most exciting that we that we have gotten in the last couple of years, especially late in the season, where teams are, are looking to take off and rest their starters and, and and such. But the the Packers, they have, we already knew their guy was Aaron Jones. He was already leading the league in, in, in touches and, and um, at one point, you know, yards from from scrimmage. But he he came he came he came back and reestablished himself like this. I am the guy. I am Aaron Jones, and I am going to continue being Aaron Jones. And he came back, had his two TDs this week, came back and showed us why he is that guy. Now, we would be talking about a different story, a completely different story, if the Minnesota Vikings had their running game together. With no Dalvin Cook, they cannot set up anything. They cannot set no, up anything. No, no, we wouldn't. No, no, we wouldn't have talked about anything different. No, no, okay, okay, okay. The same thing. Well, we may we may be talking about the same end result, but the game itself, it would have been. I think it would have been a closer game. I still think, like I said, I would have gave you that gift with Green Bay coming out on top. But I think the 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 how this game this wasn't really a great game to watch. That aesthetically, Green Bay Packers they they waxed that ass. Like the Vikings had nothing to offer. They they tried. Kirk Cousins still did his thing. He you know, like you said, throwing fifty percent of completing fifty percent of his his passes, somewhat mediocre. But compared to the rest of the season that he had, he still finishing in, in, in as far as top five quarterbacks in the league this season. Um, but they they couldn't do anything. The 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 def- the defensive front of Green Bay was were was able to shut down the Minnesota Vikings offense. And it was sad. The even like even the rece- the receiving core like they had nothing. Stephon Diggs had fifty seven receiving yards on three receptions. No, no one, no Amir. Remember, we were talking about Amir Abdul a couple ep- a couple episodes ago, earlier this season. Guess what? He, you were talking about Amir oh, Abdul. Okay, we, He's me, cheese. I, you, vowels, consonants, pronouns. We, you know what I'm talking about. We're talking about Amir Abdullah is the leading receiver on the Minnesota Vikings. Now, with that cheese. Now, with that being said, how you feel about that? I know you feel some type of way about that because this this guy shouldn't even be relevant right now. He should not be the most relevant guy on your offense in week 16. Unless he's putting up 200 yards and a bunch of TDs, this is not the stat that we need to see right now. We do not. We do not need to see Amir Abdullah with the most receptions in your receiving core. That's a problem. That's a real problem. And if they can't fix that, especially with the core that they got, I mean, huh, they're not. They're not. They're not gonna make it out the first round. I'll tell you that right now. If if they can't, if they can't establish a, a running game, it, they didn't even go. They didn't even go out like Seattle did and, and try and get a running back. Like you know, you know, getting Marshawn Lynch, you know, signed back on the team. They didn't even well, do well, that. I mean. Well, I, there's a chance Dalvin Cook comes back for the playoffs. I mean, there was a chance they yeah. might have played Monday. Yeah, they ruled him out sort of kind of last minute. And I'm glad they uh, did, so, so they know, give him a better opportunity. That was kind of different. I, I think that they believe that, that Dalvin Cook is going to come back. Now, with that being said, um, the the Minnesota offense has sort of kind of been, you know, their offensive units have been, you know, kind of injured. You know, their their wide receivers they don't have Adam Thielen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. 
Laquan Treadwell, who came, who they kind of re-signed back, and he was, you know, made some plays early in the season. He's been hurt. Uh, you know, they're not really using their tight ends. Irv Smith had what two receptions, and Kyle Rudolph had another. So it then they're not really using the tools. What what made Kirk Cousins great early in the year was he was using everything at his disposal. He was using all his weapons. He was finding seven, eight different receivers every other game. So uh, he was using everybody. Now they're you know they have injuries, so it's kind of different. You got guys who have no rhythm that are stepping in. Guys who haven't played with Kirk Cousins stepping in. So it's kind of different, um, you know. But I, I, I think Minnesota has a chance to maybe play spoiler because of their defense. Uh, they they force a lot of turnovers. They play the pass very well. It's you know outside of this you know anomaly of Aaron Jones running for 154 yards, they don't really give up many yards to running backs. So it's it's going to be interesting. They still have a chance, in my opinion, mm-hmm. to play spoiler. Uh, for somebody in the playoffs, but it, you know we'll see. Um, and of course, going into the next game, the Saints and the Titans. My guy, Ryan Tannehill. This was exciting. Damn it! This was exciting. Damn it! Damn it! This damn was very, it! Was very all exciting. I can say. This, this was this almost yo for real for real. I see what you're saying now. That I mean we we. We established that the Titans. No, nah, don't try to jump no, no, on no, the no, bandwagon. No. We, 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 already had you for we weeks. already established that the Titans were. were I've been telling consistent. you for weeks. But what you see, what they did up against the Saints and how they were in Ryan it to Tannehill win it the whole legit. way, it just came down to some. They had a chance to win the game. They, they did. They, they, they definitely did have a chance mm-hmm. to win the game, and you know, had had New, uh, New Orleans not score. Uh, those last two touchdowns, uh, the end of the third quarter mm-hmm. and, you know, the end of the second quarter. I mean, fourth quarter, excuse me. They they had a chance to win the game. Uh, Tennessee, they fight, man. They, they fight they, hard. They fight. You're right. Uh, they're a legit football team. They're, they're a legit football team. Um, they're right on the cusp of, you know, potentially making it to the playoffs. Um, I like what I see from them, man. I, I think if they get in, they can play spoiler. I think... A big reason they lost this game was because uh, Derrick Henry didn't play. I, I, I think if Derrick Henry played this game, then they would have won the game. Uh, you know, uh, on the other side of the football, you can't guard Mike. You cannot. Um, I don't think anybody can. It's unfortunate. Uh, I, I think that uh, the way that the New Orleans offense is rolling right now, they're a threat. And I know, I know, I said um, about Seattle. I, I I like Russell Wilson. I've been saying he's been the MVP all year. Uh, but I'll be quite honest with you: the last few weeks, I haven't been really high on the Seahawks. They've kind of been letting me down. Or uh, the Seahawks, I think their their flaws have have shown a lot over the last uh, couple of weeks. Um, but uh, every time I, I I keep going back, man, I think the Saints have a chance. I know everybody was disappointed Ooh, last Saints year um, with the with the pass interference call, uh, but good things come to those who wait. And let me tell you, I think this 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 team right now, the way they're constructed, mm-hmm. uh, offense, and the the additions that they've made defensively, uh, bringing in uh, Janoris Jenkins, and and you know, so I think I think they have a chance, man. I I, I really do. Uh, they run the football. I know Alvin Kamara hadn't scored for a couple of weeks. He had 11 carries, and then he had 80 yards to add to that with two touchdowns. Uh, Michael Thomas, 12 receptions, a buck 36. 
game-winning touchdown. Uh, these guys are legit, man. I, I really like them. I, I think they have everything, all the necessary tools on offense to make a run. I know that you definitely have to play defense um, to win a championship, uh, but but this is the one team. This is the one team I think, man. This I think that they 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 have a, a chance to really do something special this year. Uh, and in Tennessee, I hope they make it in because I really like them. I really like this team. I like Ryan Tannehill. I like what he brings to the to the table. Uh, two hundred and seventy-two yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Um, AJ Brown is sort of kind of, even though he had one reception, even though he had one reception, uh, he he's sort of kind of been like his guy. He, him and Tannehill have chemistry. Uh, they've really you know uh have rhythm with each other, and I think they if they keep Tannehill, I think that Tennessee right now. In the offseason, they need to focus on keeping Tannehill and building around him because I think they found their quarterback. They've been looking for their quarterback for years. I think they finally found their quarterback. I think this offseason, if they don't make the playoffs, their main priority needs to be building around Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, you, you have, you're absolutely right. And with that, um, here's what I got to say about this game now. We're talking about the, the Titans doing what other teams failed to do, and that was to come off the bat first and put up some numbers. They came out, they they, they scored first in the, in the first quarter, and they were not looking back. They said, you know what, we're going to take it to them. We're not going to, you know, let the Saints come in here and just score at will like they always do. Granted, this was a close game, hands down, close game. Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown have a solid connection on this team. Definitely the, the the combo that they that they need they 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 do have um uh, like like you said I think Derrick Henry um starting in this game gives them a better opportunity to win um but last last week we had talked about how they needed to involve Deion Lewis more and that he needed to to, to be involved in some some more plays and we got to see it we definitely got to see uh, Deion Lewis like he was when he was on the Patriots and. It was it was working very very well. Now what they need to do is incorporate Derrick Henry in this a little bit more and get that solid dual running back threat going on. Now the 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 Saints they they, they did a great job. Michael Thomas doing his thing, you know bre breaking a record this game, and it, it took him two tries to do it, but he did it, and that's why they call him. You you can't you can't guard Mike. You cannot guard Mike. That's that's his name. You can't guard Mike. The Saints defense had four sacks in the first half. Four sacks in the first half to add to assault uh, uh, the assault and the injury that Michael Thomas was 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 given to him on the offensive side. It was it was a great game. It was close, but I seen it. The the Titans were right there the whole time. They had a chance to win it at the end of the game, and they they. They they really had it. They really had it. But the Saints wanted it more. And like you said, them the Saints going out to lock down uh, Janoris Jenkins and, and and giving their secondary a, a better opportunity in the playoffs is a great thing. Now, side note, they are looking to 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 to, to add receiver a receiver across from Michael Thomas. And one of the notable names that have have come up, you may have seen it, you may have heard it, was A. B. What do you think about that? 
Can we go to the next segment, please? <laughs> That's all I got to say about this. Look, look. I know, I know. A- Antonio Brown, man, when his mind is right, uh, he, he he's the best receiver in football. There's no doubt about it. He he's the best receiver in football. How calculated um, is? This? I just don't trust it. I don't know where he is mentally right now. It's not my business. Uh, but it, I just think if he's right, if he's a hundred percent right, he's coming to play football. Then damn, what an addition! Uh, if he's coming in, still trouble, still going through some things. I don't want no parts of it. I mean, I think that's it. I, I it would be it would be nice to see him one hundred percent on the other side of Michael Thomas. I think that would be uh, like unstoppable. I don't think it'd be anything you could do with those two two guys on the opposite side of each other on the field. So, uh, you know, it, it it's yet to be seen, man. It's um, he worked out for them, uh, according to people. It was a good workout. So we'll see what happens. That that you know, we'll see what happens if they if they pick him up. And like I said, if they pick him up and he's 100%, man, then teams are in trouble come playoff time. Oh, no, uh, for that, sure. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, you know, you're going to have to game plan for Michael Thomas and Antonio Brown. It's going to keep a lot of defensive coordinators up at night. That, that That's all I can say about Technically, the that. number one and the number two wide receiver in the league right now. I mean, granted, Antonio's not playing, but you you get you get this the picture scenario that we're talking about here. We're not just talking about like you know the Cleveland Browns on on paper and you know they look great. Like these guys have solidified their statement on the wide receiver mark and to even if they give him a shot, I think they, they the what they're presenting to him is the opportunity, yo Antonio. This is your last opportunity to play some football. If you don't, if you if you do this wrong, you ain't never seen a football field again. And I think that Sean Payton is the right guy to 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 really get him there. But if Bill Belichick, everybody thought Bill Belichick was no, the right no, guy. No, see, see, I mean, but but, but mean, then again, Bill Belichick is a cheater. It's up, it's up to AB. But man. Bill Belichick it's, is I a cheater. It's, it's so I, re- I mean, as much as I respect the guy, as much as I respect Bill Belichick, you can't beat the Giants unless even with your cheating. But you're still a cheater, so I don't think he was necessarily the. Ro- I don't want to say that he was the wrong guy, but I don't think he was the perfect guy. He was a great candidate. You can have a bunch of great candidates, but I don't think he's the perfect guy. I mean, granted, Sean Payton has had his thing with the bounty scan and all that, but I think as far as the tenacity and the 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 level of play and, and the will the like the will to win like he shows it he shows it almost as much as AB does i think he, AB needs a coach like that i think he does but that's neither here nor there with that we're going to sum that sum up the second the second quarter and that's gonna, and that's going to bring us to the end of the first half go get something to drink do what you do Seventeen. Uh, of course, let's start off. It all, all our five games are actually division games, man. If, if you look them. at it, um, and they all mean something to somebody. Uh, let's start off with the first game: the Eagles at the Giants. Uh, this is this is going to be interesting, man. The Giants have a chance to play spoiler. Um, this spoiler. is my favorite time of year because 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 they can do that, you know and. 
the Eagles have to win. The Eagles win, they're in. Um, you know, it's that simple. The Eagles win and they're in. Um, I think they don't win, though. What, what, I think that the Giants come out on top. Uh, they showed they showed that they can play football last week, man. Uh, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, they showed that they can, you know, coexist in this offense and, and progress and, and, you know, do some wonderful things. Uh, I think we get a, a, a duplicate of that this week. Uh, I think that they run the football effectively. Uh, they've moved some things around on their offensive line to kind of help them out a little bit, and it's worked. Uh, Darius Slayton, who was kind of quiet last week, but uh, he's been a big part of their offense, the rookie. Um, I think that they will overwhelm Philly. They played Philly two weeks ago, and they were so close to winning. Um, and I think they have a better chance, of course, with Daniel Jones at quarterback than they do with Eli Manning at this point in his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that the, the Giants go in and play spoiler, man. I think that Daniel Jones has himself another big game. I think Saquon has himself another big game. Uh, and, you know, they, they get this W. I don't think Philly has it in them, man. Philly's been getting lucky. Uh, to me, I think a lot of luck has been on their side. Uh, these last few weeks, uh, I think Luck was on their side the first time they played the Giants. Then, of course, when they played the Redskins, uh, Dallas just didn't show up last week. Uh, so I think that this chance, this time around, uh, Luck runs out and they don't have a chance to win. Well, um, here's where I'm going to stop you in the tracks right here. Um, as much, as much as I hate to say this right now, the Giants need to lose this game with a vengeance. And you know exactly why. Because their season is utterly over. I don't care if they think about playing spoiler. They want to play spoiler. I don't give a goddamn. Now, this is this is me personally. They need to let this go. They, they do not need to start Saquon. They, they do not need to start Daniel Jones. They, they, they do need, not need to start... Any of their starters, put the B team in there. Put the B team, let all the B team get get, get the reps. You need to throw this game like you th- like you throwing a hundred mile fast an hour a uh, 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 fastball down the lane. You need to let this go. This is not the game that you need to win. One, you're putting your your, your future at risk by putting Saquon in there, by putting Daniel Jones in there, and by putting all your starters. Second, you are looking for a token piece on your defense that is chase young you go out and win this game because you feel like you want to play spoiler you they, alu- they ain't getting chase young. you ain't you ain't they, they you ain't getting, they ain't getting you ain't getting chase young if you get that now with this being said if you lose this game you solidify your 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 place as the second round pick in the 2020 draft new york giants please do not be like the knicks and fuck this up please because Zion was supposed to come to New York. Okay, didn't happen. Fine. I'm okay with that. Chase Young needs to be in New York and not across the street on the Jet side. He needs to be right here in the heart of Giants Nation. That's all I got to say about that. Because this game, the only reason that it matters, it only matters for the Eagles as far as playoff-wise. It matters for the Giants as far as implications on their draft status next year. Now, other than that, the Eagles have, I mean, they can win this. 
e even if the Giants come out to try and play spoiler, there's one thing that I, that I did say last week that I, I'm kind of taken back about now. Sanders, their running back. Miles Sanders has been playing great football this last couple weeks, and it, it didn't really start to show until, la like, for me, I didn't start to notice it until um, last la last week after, after, after the game against um, – and they – they were, he he did really really well, and to see that they were they only could do what they, what they had available to them, and that was to run the ball, get their tight end their tight ends up and physical in the middle of the field, and you know to be able to deliver to Goddard and to to, to deliver to their other uh, uh, tight end as well. This the this was the key to them winning the game last week, and I think it's going to continue moving forward, especially with you know. Um, you might have some of your receiving core coming back when Nelson uh, Nelson Aguilar um, may come back from that that knee injury, but it, you really just need him to get the repetitions in so it can set you up for the playoffs. Like I said, the Giants do not need this win. I hope they lose it. I hope the Eagles win because I definitely don't want to see Dallas in the playoffs because they're gonna they're gonna fumble it anyway. No matter which team, Eagles or the Cowboys, but in favor of my Giants, the Giants need to lose. And to be honest, I got the Giants losing this. I got the Giants losing this, 28-24. And that's all I got to say about that game. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm a, my score is going to be a little different. I think it's going to be a, a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be kind of tight. I do think it's going to be a tight. I don't think a, a blowout of, it, of any case is in store for Philly. Uh, but I think it's going to be 38-35, Giants winning it, man. I think that uh, the one thing that we've seen is that Daniel Jones can throw the football in the end zone and, and he can score. Uh, so I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but it's going to be tight, 38-35. Um, and staying in the division in the NFC East, mm -hmm. going over to the Cowboys, they play the Redskins. Uh, they're in Arlington, but I don't think that means anything. Uh, the only thing I have to say about this is uh, the Cowboys have squandered every opportunity that they've had. Uh, maybe they win and they make it. Uh, I have the Redskins potentially upsetting them 17-14. Mm -hmm. I just don't believe in the Cowboys. Uh, scary Terry, man. Terry McLaurin has been balling, man. He has 58 receptions, 919 yards on the season as a rookie. That's phenomenal. Um, I think he's been a problem for defenses all year. I think he's going to pose the same problem for Dallas, um, you know, this weekend. Uh, if he plays, because I believe he's questionable. I, yeah, if he plays, and I think he will. Uh, I, I just don't believe in Dallas, man. That, that That's all I got for them. I think they, they, they lose this 17-14, and, and I ain't got nothing, nothing else for Dallas. Well, um, only, only, only one thing is that, I mean, granted uh, – Case Keenum is going to be starting for Washington, and and on the season he has he, in the limited amount of games he's has fifteen hundred yards, um, ten TDs and four interceptions. He now that the Redskins are looking to turn things around, I do think, like you said, they could be pulling spoiler, and it's going to be uh, twenty four to seventeen. I could see the Redskins even without a, a a young Dwayne Haskins at the quarterback position. Case Keenum is going to come under there and do what he does and what he is. Uh, done on other teams uh, in the backup position, come in with a, 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 a an offense that is looking and willing to win and make some things happen. I think the Redskins are gonna have been pulling some things together. AP has been looking rather a little young in the last couple of games, 
you know, with the, with the amount of touches that he's been getting. And I think that the Cowboys, they're man with no Leighton Vanderash and, and, and the way that the the the, the linebacker core ha, has been unable to stop the run as of recently. I I think the Red the Redskins are are, are in for a, a nice win this weekend. And with that, I got the Redskins winning that 24-17. I don't got nothing else for the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, like I said, I, I don't think they uh, – I think their season is over. Uh, too many opportunities they've given away. Um, and I think, uh, you know, it's going to come to to kill them in the end. Uh, and I think that they, they don't win it in. Uh, they don't get in, man. And uh, they, they seal their own fate. Uh, going into the next game, of course, and I mean, man, it just keeps on going. Division game after division game. Still in the NFC. Uh, this one is a personal favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Seahawks and the 49ers. Huge game. Division title on the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, potential, potential first seed on the line. It's going to be a primetime Sunday night game. Damn it. Hey. Seahawks are going to win. <laughs> Damn it. The Seahawks are going to win. You know it. I've said it over and over. I know I'm not a you know huge fan of the. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of um, the 49ers, uh, only because I just don't really believe in them. Uh, I just feel like seeing something. Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, Debo Samuel has played well for them the last few weeks. What I think he scored the last four games, four or mm-hmm. five games. No, you're right. He's had at least one touchdown. Um, so you know that's been huge for them. Like Debo, uh, but, like Debo said in the movie. This is the rematch, because remember the last time we were talking, we were talking about the the Seahawks and the 49ers. Yeah, you were talking about how you know Russell Wilson came out on top, he got the dub. But, but remember, this game went into overtime, and they 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 skimmed this win by the grace of a field goal. They really really did, because they, remember they almost had the opportunity to lose it, because the 49ers almost stole the win in overtime. So I, this is going to be a great, great matchup. It could be an early precursor to the NFC Championship game because I like these two teams in the NFC Championship. Um, but we're going to we're gonna have to see. This is definitely going to be a solid game to watch. It's going to be another nail-biter. I think it's going all the way to the end. But I do think there's one thing that the 49ers are going to do well um, this time around, and then that's play better defense. Um Especially with the running game not being as solid as it was on the Seattle side. Marshawn Lynch is coming back. They say he's looking healthier than ever. If that's the case, they Beast Mode is coming to make a statement. And Joey Bosa and some of the other guys on the defensive front are going to have to come in there and slap him, out, slap him around. And, hey, hey, old man, you're going to have to take that back to where it came from. That's the only way that the 49ers are going to be able to slow up the Seahawks offense and... I have, I do have the 49ers winning this again by the grace of a of a field goal or or then or, or or something else. 38 to 34 is going to be very very close. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I think it's going we're going to see exactly what we saw the last time. But I think the 49ers managed to bring it out this time. What kind of response is that? A, a field goal or something else? They are going to lose. They they they're not going to be the division champs. MVP Wilson is gonna take over. I I, I say. Well, chill with the MVP talk. We already them. we already know it's it's a unanimous. I've been I've been MVP concerned talk. about them the last few weeks. I I I, I you know they they've been kind of sluggish to me. 
I no, think some no, big with flaws no, have been showing, but no, but is, is Lockett still available? MVP or is he still out? Wilson. Uh, that's yet to be seen, man. I think he played last week, uh, but it's it's yet to be seen, man. It, Seahawks. I, I I've said this over and over again, man. In my Super Bowl pick coming out of the NFC, I still stand by it right now, um, because I believe in them, man, and and I think they're gonna win this game. I I, I do think it's gonna be a high scoring game. I think it's gonna be. Uh, thirty-one twenty-eight going to Seahawks way. Okay, okay, and we go on to the next game, the Ravens and the Steelers. Now, this game Steelers are gonna win because the Ravens are not playing anybody. I don't think. I don't think I have. I don't. I don't think I have any big game starters playing. So by default, I expect the Steelers to win. Uh, yeah, by it's default, gonna be interesting, by man, default, I the, expect the, the Steelers the to Ravens win because are on full rest mode. Yep, um, they're, they're pulling they everybody. They got everything they needed. They got the number one seed locked up. They got home field advantage. Um, I, I'm proud of them. I, I, I really like what they've done all year. Uh, the Steelers, on the other hand, they need to show some fight. Uh, you mentioned this last week. Without a legit quarterback, I don't know how they go, how they move forward. Um. Yep. Duck, I like Duck. I like Duck. Duck has been, you know, he's been okay. Uh, too many checkdowns. He's not really trying to stretch the field, which I think has been a problem. Uh, mm-hmm. I think teams are starting to notice that, and they're playing tight. They're pressing up on the receivers, not giving them any separation. And I think it's kind of hurt Duck, uh, Duck Hodges a little bit. Uh, but outside of that, I, I, I mean, hopefully uh, their running game picks it up a little bit uh, with John Connor being back. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, James Conner, excuse me, being back. So it's going to be, um, it's going to be very interesting to see what they can do. I mean, it's tight right now for that last wildcard spot in the AFC. Um, so, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens this game. I do think the Steelers, because the Ravens are resting guys, I think the Steelers come out on top and I actually have them winning this game 21-14. Okay. So now, <sighs> By default, I think the Steelers the Steelers should win this game. But let's not forget that the system that the Ravens are playing in are, is set up for a mobile quarterback. And who's the backup quarterback for the Ravens? RG3. I'm not saying RG3 is going to go out here and throw for 400, 500 yards. It could be a possibility. You can never out, out you know, throw that out. But um, the amount of pressure that is on the Steelers – I think is is going to defeat them in this game. Um, duck, duck. You ain't no goose. I can tell you that. But you is a duck. You is a, you're you are lame. You're not you're not the successor to Big Ben. You are a decent quarterback that has filled the shoes and and played mediocrely. Um, has played with mediocrity, but the receiving core is is, is not getting the love that they deserve. Yeah, you know Washington has been doing great, but you saw, Juju Smith-Schuster has been very, very quiet, and that is a problem. If that's your number one target, um, granted they there been some issues. If they don't win this game, the Steelers have 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 something else going on. But granted, well, I mean, I mean, Juju hasn't played; he's been hurt, and 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 to me, you know, with with having James Washington and Deontay Johnson as their their primary guys, it. You don't have a legit guy, but those guys have stepped up. 
You know, those guys, I don't think those guys are the problem at all. The offensive line has played. No, it's the offensive, offensive the line last for sure. month and a half. Uh, the running game, I think, has dealt with some injuries similar to the wide receiving core, but they have been able to fix those things. I think their biggest issue goes back to the quarterback. It, it's going to keep going back to the quarterback until they can find a legit guy. Uh, you mm-hmm. saw what happened last week. They, they pulled Duck because they thought he was playing poor. They put Mason Rudolph in there, and he was even worse. So, you know, it, it to me, they just need to fix that. They need to find something uh, to, to find someone to replace Ben Roethlisberger because, you know, even if he does come back next year, how much longer is he going to be available for, you know? Yeah, man. So, to me, it's just you, you have to fix that first uh, before you're, you're you think of doing right. anything and else. The, to be honest, the Steelers sound like your Little League team. You're just trying to find the right quarterback. You're just trying to put somebody in there that could possibly throw the ball. Bring in Bruce Arians if need be, but they, they need some help out there at the quarterback position. But the O-line is really where they've been su- suffering the last couple of weeks. But we go on to our next game because this game right here has some implications to the max, the Titans and the Texans. Now, we're talking about a Texans team that um, has been playing, spoiler, a little bit this season, you know, winning games that we didn't think they were going to win, especially in Indianapolis. Um, And you're talking about a Titans team that's still fighting for the last spot. The Titan, if the Titans win this week, this week over Pittsburgh, they're in. If Pittsburgh wins, they're in. If Pittsburgh, if if Pittsburgh loses, and um, uh, uh, you still you you still have other teams like the Raiders and the Colts. Uh, uh, no, sorry, just the Raiders that um still have a chance. Uh, 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 you know, to get in that last wild card spot. So, uh, talking about this game, I think. Depending, depending on how the Texans come into this game, I think they're gonna do the same thing they did the last time, um, and 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 they're they're gonna win they're gonna win this by 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 uh, you know a smidgen. It's gonna be a high scoring game. I see it being thirty two to twenty eight. I see Deshaun Watson doing exactly what he, what he did the last time and coming out and winning this game. I think the Titans are gonna give them a great great matchup, but I don't think they have the juice to pull it through. Uh, if Derrick Henry plays, the Titans win. That's 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 it's that simple to me. Uh, they 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 they've been a legit team, man. They um run the football well when he's there. Uh, it sets up play action. It helps protect Ryan Tannehill. It gives Ryan Tannehill. It takes some pressure off of Ryan Tannehill when he's able to hand it off to him. Uh, the receivers have played big time. Uh, if they have Derrick Henry, they win. Um, the Texans, on the other hand. Um, they, they, they've been, they've been playing productive all year, man. Uh, at, at 10 and five, you look at their numbers, even in the running game, they have a thousand yard rusher and Carlos Hyde. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is doing what DeAndre Hopkins does. Uh, if you look at AJ Brown, uh, on the other side for the, for the Titans, he's played phenomenal after being very, very inconsistent at the beginning of the year. Uh, ever since the quarterback change, he's been very, very consistent in terms of his numbers. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be a tight game. Uh, I think that um, I think that the Texans have an opportunity to show that they're for real. Uh, but do I believe in them? As much as I believe in the Titans, I don't. Only because I think the Titans have all three phases of the game. Uh, and I think that they are really, really going to be a, a, a tough out for anybody if they go to the playoffs. 
Um, and then, of course, uh, going into the playoffs, uh, I just want to go ahead and say who I think are, are, are going to be uh, my Super Bowl champions or, or picks right now. Uh, in the AFC, man, I, I think, uh, you know, when the playoff shapes up, I think no one can stop Baltimore. I think Baltimore is the top of the class. I think Baltimore mm -hmm. definitely wins out uh, in the AFC. And if I'm picking anybody in the NFC, I know I've said this, uh, I just said it a little while ago, the Seahawks. I think the only threat to the Seahawks right now is a combination of both the Saints and the Packers. I think those two teams can pose any type of threat to the Seahawks right now. But I, I think when it comes down to it, I think the Seahawks, they've been there. They know what it takes. Uh, they have a great leader uh, in Russell Wilson, who I still think is the MVP. And I think that when it comes down to it, I think when the playoffs begin, uh, at the end of the playoffs, excuse me, I think the last two teams standing is going to be the Baltimore Ravens and the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, um, to be honest, um, if things weren't playing out the way that they were now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have picked the Seahawks. But the fact that Beast Mode is back, it almost feels like a redemption story, like it's meant to be that they're going back to the Super Bowl to get him what he deserves. And that's that one-yard TD run to actually win it, which I could super see happening, especially against um, a team like the Ravens. I already said it since, what was it, week week 10, week 12, that the Ravens were going to the Super Bowl? That's that's my pick for the AFC. And we don't even got to talk about them. But NFC-wise, I got to agree with you. I think the Seahawks are, are, are going there, even with the 49ers having a great defensive front and being able to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with them. I don't think that they're going to be able to do it. Um, the Packers and the Saints... They, they, too, also have, you know, what it takes to dethrone Seattle. But I just think there's something in Seattle, about Seattle, that is going to get them that much further. Hey, but who knows? It's just a pick. It could be wrong. And with that, we're coming to a close. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening. And we appreciate y'all taking the time out. And um, we'll see y'all next week. It's playoff time, baby. Let's get it. You already know, guys. Uh let us know your picks for this week. Send us tweets, Instagram. Let us know what your thoughts. Send us some voice messages. We'll catch you guys next week. Later.